Welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Alex Cruzy. And today we are reviewing A Deep Sea Adventure. Literally, A Deep Sea Adventure the game. Uh, this is a great little game from Oink Games. Those guys are, are they, I never, I was going to look this up and I forgot. Are they out of uh, Japan? Um, I think they are, right? Or they use a lot I of think Japanese it is designers? A, I think it's Japan, yes. Yeah, um, I'm pretty sure, yeah. These guys, I believe, I don't know their history as a publisher yeah, that Japan. well. But they've been, I think they've been around for a little bit because they're, they're um, I think, a big part of the, like, the micro game, Japanese micro game. Yeah, stuff, they, or they've got tons games of are micro based games. around that. Um, but anyway, yeah, they have a lot of these small little games that come. It's kind of like um, uh, Button Shy games. They're just these tiny little games that are coming in these little cardboard boxes. They're all very cute, simplistic, basic design, but really, really good graphic design. And uh, the other one you might know of theirs is A Fake Artist Goes to New York. That is the other one of theirs that I'd heard of, uh, at least. But they have quite a few games. So this one is a deep sea adventure for one to six players. Um, <coughs> excuse me. It uh, it is a really fun game. It was my first exposure to it. Um, so there's. Let's get right into it. Alex, you want to run through a quick rules? Run sure. Through? All right. Yeah. So the the idea of the game is that you're all deep sea divers that are on a budget, basically. So you're all sharing a submarine, and you're also sharing the same air supply <laughs> it's it's those really old air supply ones where you've got tubes that go down or something like that so uh you all start on the submarine the submarine has 25 air uh and you're rolling dice and moving down into the ocean and the way you move down is it's it's a simple roll and move uh there's a bunch of little tiny little uh, i guess they're rounded polygon type shapes that are added to the board in one one line uh, and it starts with the uh, three-sided shapes and I think of each of the different types of little chips that are on there that make up your the board that you're going down I think there's like eight or ten there's eight of each so it's like mm-hmm. eight eight triangles eight squares then eight pentagons and eight octagons and so the deeper you go the more sides there are to these shapes these shapes are not only the the pieces that you will be uh, moving along, but they're also treasures because on the opposite side of them, there are a number of points on them. uh, And depending on how deep you go, it's worth more points. Uh, And some of the ones that start are vary between zero and three points. And I think near the bottom, they vary between uh, like 12 and 15 points, something like that. Uh, So basically what you're doing, it's going to last, the game's going to last three rounds, and whoever has the most treasure by the end of the game, or the most value of treasure by the end of the game, will win. So the way it works is on your turn, you will roll the dice. There are two dice. These are not normal dice. They are numbered one through three. There's an even amount of each. Uh, and so you can either move between two or six spaces, and you'll just move one space, each little token that's on the board, down in the winding track. Uh, but if there are other players, you will hopscotch over them. You don't actually count those spaces because you can never land in the same space. So it's always nice to kind of like have people in front of you to jump over them. Uh, once you finish moving, you must move the full allotment. Uh, you have a decision to make whether you either want to pick that treasure up or just leave it there. And there's reasons why you might want to leave it there. Um, then after that, uh, the next person goes and it continues on the air supply, which starts at 25 
only starts to go down uh, once people start picking up those treasures because the way it works is at the beginning of your turn, not only do you roll, but just before that, you will lower the air supply based on how many treasures you have. So if you're holding on to two treasures, the air supply goes down by two and then you roll. Uh, the other thing is not only do you lose air, you also lose movement because when you roll, let's say you roll to six, if you have uh, two treasures, you will subtract two from that every time. So that means you'll only move four. Or if you happen to roll two and you had two treasures, you don't move at all. Uh, every time you take a treasure, it the space that you take gets replaced by just a blank space so that it still holds on to that position that there is something there. Uh, that comes in handy sometimes uh, because sometimes you are allowed to drop off treasures. If you're like, oh, I'm weighted down too much, I need to drop something off. Uh, if yes. you're on one of those blank spaces, you can drop something off. Uh, also, you it's uh, the critical thing is knowing when to turn around. This is the really interesting part because you will continue to move down until before you roll, you decide, I'm going to come back up to the submarine. It's not something where you can choose which direction you want to go at any point in time. You have one time to choose when you're turning around, and as soon as you turn around, you're going all the way back. Uh, and if you make it back to the submarine before the air supply runs out, you get to keep your treasures. If you do not make it back to the submarine before your the air supply runs out, you lose your treasures. You don't die. Uh, I always think of it more as you pass out and you drop all of your treasures and everyone else uh, reels <laughs> you back in. <laughs> uh, all of your treasures, if you were still in the water drop to the bottom and they kind of form little clusters of three so that makes it even more enticing for the later rounds uh, after a round ends all of those little blank space markers that you left in there get removed so now uh, in future rounds the line of spaces to go down is shorter uh, and it makes everything uh, it's a slight catch-up mechanic because now all the little cheaper ones are gone and all the more uh, point-worthy ones are in there. Uh, and after three rounds, whoever has the most value of points wins the game. I'm pretty sure I covered everything. Yeah, that is it. It's funny, um, l listening to the description of this game, it sounds more so serious, but the art is what makes it so lighthearted because this game, to me, is like a Wes Anderson movie in like a small it, game. Yeah, it really is. It's very much I never thought of it like that way. It's like the Life Aquatic with Steve Zizou <laughs> in a game. It's very fun. Like, it's it, seriously, like, it's it's death-defying. The rules make it so, you know, you're going down into the deeps and you've got to press your luck to go lower because the best treasures are low, but your, your guy with you can screw you by running up, uh, retreating earlier than you, and then you might die <laughs> or be knocked unconscious at least. But the game feels so much like a uh, Wes Anderson movie. Um, I, I could even hear, like, that theme music from like the the life aquatic in my head as I'm playing, <laughs> yeah, playing this game. So that, it's very that French very person playing guitar. Yeah, 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 yeah. So was it Portuguese? Of, I can't remember. It was Portuguese. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Ah. It's Portuguese guitar player that uh, like weird <laughs> synthesizer techno style music when they were just invading <laughs> the island. I love that movie. Anyway, very underrated. That's movie. a great movie. So this game, yeah, this game. Uh, the rules make it sound very serious, but there is a very, very light-hearted, light, light, light feel to the game. It is um, just basic art. You can look, if you look it up, look at the box. The box is very simplistic. That pretty much represents the art on the inside, but it's also very well designed, even though it's basic. The tokens um, that represent the depth all like start within this like teal shade uh at the top of the very light pale shade and then by the bottom they're this really nice blue color um so there's this really cool fading effect 
uh, as the tokens gain in value all the way down. That just makes the bo- the setup look so cool. It's such a cool looking game. <clears throat> um, yeah. So anyway, uh, your thoughts? This is a game that you introduced to me. Uh, we played it, uh, or do we? Do we play this? No, no. We just talked. No, about we this definitely before. didn't play it. Yeah, yeah we no, we didn't. We it. didn't play it. Um, we. I do remember why I thought that though, because when we went to a game, uh, your friends who were playing meet up for some games when I was visiting, they were playing this when we got there. So I didn't get a play in, but I was watching some people kind of play it and had always been kind of interested in this game. I'd seen it before, but not really up close. I just heard of it and seen a picture of it, but seeing it played really intrigued me. And then when you brought it up to review, I was like, oh yeah, definitely. I want to check that game out. So for me personally, this was my first exposure to it actually playing it. And I have to say, I love this game. This is such an amazingly designed cute little game i I really enjoyed it yeah it the thing the best thing i like about this game that's a horrible sentence i made there but uh is basically (laughs) the best thing i like the best thing i like uh, (laughs) the best thing that i hate about this game uh (laughs) and the best thing that that i'm so so on it plays from two to six players, but it really plays all of those player counts really well because the the crux of the game is essentially, in my mind, uh, groupthink because the, it depends on how everybody is strategizing the game. And you really need to know how everyone else is playing the game, the game so yes. that you know how you should best play the game because as soon as someone starts grabbing treasures, then the air supply is going down. So if someone decides slightly earlier than everyone else well i'm just gonna take take the money and run and they can start they can continue to grab treasures as they go up so there could be that one person who's like all right i'm gonna grab a treasure i got halfway out or slightly before halfway out i grabbed a treasure and then i'm making it back and the the entire way back i'm just gonna keep grabbing treasures so that every time it comes to their turn the air supply goes down by two three or four and so you're just like i'm too deep even if i pick up a treasure i'm gonna be slowed down by one every time they're not gonna get out because they're slowed down and it's gonna take forever for them to get out no if they do get out they're gonna make (laughs) like way they're gonna make something whereas i'm so deep that i can't make it back by this point in time so you always have to be like it's it's that little like who turns around first i'm not turning around are you turning around then someone turns around like oh god i should have turned around around sooner it's such a sweet moment it's such a guilt it's just like a giggling like with my friend you're kind of like (laughs) there's a moment because yeah one of you has to set off the betrayal basically or or lose their nerve (laughs) and run back up to the submarine so it's such a fun i was playing it uh, as a two-player game i'm really excited to try this at multiplayer multi-counts and the fact that it plays six is so cool i can't wait to play that that's got to be so different but two is really fun because it's like a test of your friendship trust. <laughs> I was playing with with my buddy, and we're, and we're like, "All right, well, I'll go, and I'm not going to grab anything. I'll just just get a little deeper." And he's like, "Okay, well, I'll I'll go a little deeper in the depths." And then you go, and then you just keep getting deeper and deeper until the temptation to grab a treasure that you know the good treasures are at the bottom, but the second to bottom ones are pretty good themselves. Um, and so you're the temptation and you're, you're realizing how many spaces back you have to go. And then the mechanism of the more treasures you have, the farther harder it is to get back starts weighing on you. And you know, if you're the second one to start trying to go back, it's going to be even harder or if you're overloaded. So <laughs> you start getting nervous and nervous and nervous. And then re- and some, one of you breaks and it just feels like this ridiculous betrayal <laughs> because you're also trying to guess, uh, your friend cause you kind of know them. And so anyway, it's so fun. It's such a fun, like, yeah. um, fun, <laughs> the- stress inducing game. <laughs> Yeah. The other interesting thing about it is even if you know, like if you know there is no way you're getting out, you still have a viable strategy where Mm -hmm. if 
there are people still left in and you know you can't get out, but they have a chance, you can take the strategy of, well, I'm going to pick up every treasure so that I'm going to sink everybody in here. No one's getting out alive. <laughs> Everyone's going down. Yeah. If I don't make it out, you're not making it out. It's such a crazy like option. <laughs> it's so insane. And yeah, and that's the only reason you would take that many treasure. Like, I can't imagine, like, if you have five treasures then you're all, like only one <laughs> dice roll basically allows you to move at all once <laughs> and it's like i can't it's, it's such an insane tactic that you can even have that many <laughs> it's so ridiculous um but yeah that's the fun part there is, there are definitely like little strategies to explore here i mean it's not a complex game and you know it's it's uh it, it plays so fast but it is really yeah. fun it was surprisingly fun i i think uh, this is like about twenty bucks is what I got it for, and I think it was worth worth it every penny for sure. Yeah. The people. Whenever I play this, people are always just like, eh, "But I think like if you played it with six pl- players, it's not going to work as well." Or if I play it with six, they're like, "Well, if you played with two, it wouldn't work." It just it really does because you'd think when you're playing with two, you're like, well, "Yeah, but you can't." You know, there there's so much more distance to cover. It's just like, well, you have more people to jump over, so it makes yeah, that distance exactly. a little bit shorter. And with two people, the air supply is not going down as fast, so you still have, you have more time. So it it really balances each other out in both ways, and it's it's really it's really nice. I, I, I this is one of those games that I'm like, if we're going out to a restaurant and I know there's going to be like three or four people, I'm just like, this is like a a gimme. It's it's yeah. I know everyone's going to enjoy it. And it, it always works. Yeah. No, I, I think this is going to become that game for me because the fact that it can play up to six is oh, so awesome. There are so few games that play up to six that aren't like some sort of a social deduction game um, that, I mean, there's a few, but very few comparatively to other game counts that uh, are fun, that are fun and not like uh, require a lot of components. Um so that's super cool. But also, yeah, it's such a fun game. And the design of it is really well. I like Because that's what I thought at first um, uh, is that, okay, well, two is great. But, like, we at our first playthrough, uh, we died immediately twice <laughs> in two rounds and because we were trying to deep dive. And then we're, like, we didn't realize how fast the oxygen depletes or can deplete on the way back up. And then after those two deaths, we're, like, well, how, does, how do you even get to the to the depths like how does it even seem possible and then the next time we did after that game we played another three rounds for a game and then we started realizing strategies to do that in two player and so we were imagining like how that would work in six but you're right yeah the cool thing is is as one thing gets a little easier another thing gets a little harder it sort of inverts in the player counts so um six is uh gotta be crazy fun and you can easily get down to the depths because potentially like you said you are jumping people and you could possibly get up um too faster as well potentially i guess but also you have five more people to worry about screwing up your strategy so it really makes it harder to trust that amount of people or not you know anyway so i can't wait to play with a higher player count and see how it shifts um yeah, in different plays is there a player count that you would say is stronger or weaker with this game in your experience um i I think four is kind of like the golden spot with the game just because, okay. you know, it has it has a little bit of both with two. It can it can it moves a little bit slower or at the very least it you you don't get as deep as you want to go or it takes a while to get down to those deep depths just because you're sure. like, all right, well, I know I know you're going to wait and I'm going to wait. We're both there. It, it gets a little bit more. Te- it's a nice tense feeling when there's four but not yeah. super tense like there is in six but it, okay. it, again it, it still it works all 
with all of them really nicely, but I'd say like four is probably like the sweet spot. Sweet spot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause I loved it with two. I thought it was a great two player game. Um, but uh, I would love to experience some higher player counts just to see how that shifts it. Cause I, I could see it shifting well. So that's good to hear. Um, okay. Well, let's talk like layout and stuff like that. Um, so this is a taken out game. I think this actually works really well it has uh all the pieces of patchwork probably the piece count but in a much smaller package so um like you were describing in the rules the game board is basically uh the board is the ship it's a very tiny little submarine um ship that tracks your oxygen and then there's a little marker on that um you have all of your tokens going down but the cool thing about those is you can arrange them in any serpentine or shape you want as long as they're in uh, descending order and or it's obvious what the descending order is so you can really arrange that literally around a lot of plates should you want to or in any way you want so it really can fit a table other than that you've just got your little guy and he's going to be on or i'm sorry you've got two things you got your little guy but he's going to be on uh, the board or the uh, tokens and then you of course you have two dice to roll so that's pretty much it it really yep. fits well into as a taking out and fitting into it uh, play space game yeah it fits perfectly oh uh, the one thing i forgot to mention uh oh. when you pick up treasures you don't actually get to look at what's on it until you get out of oh, the water right. I, for- I forgot to mention that so that's another thing to keep in mind is yeah. that when you pick something up you have no idea how good or bad the thing you got was other than based on its shape so you have a relative idea but you never really know exactly how much you have which yes. makes it oh so more tense of, well, do I pick this up? Maybe I don't have as, uh, the amount I need to beat the other person. Right. Yeah, it's that that's the best part, too, because that forces you to think about diving. Because especially with a two-player game, you're kind of neck and neck. You're sort of like, I'll go, and then you go. And one of you is going to fall behind because they're not getting as good a rolls. But it isn't going to be that far because these are dice that only go up to three. So you're, you're not getting huge roll differences. Um and so that's most of the two-player game was just like, oh, he's got that. I just need to – I'm one away from the next level, and I know the jump in number availability is good, but is it worth it? Because it could just be one more than the one I'm on. And <laughs> right. So, it, yeah, oh, I love that. That was such a fun part where you've really got to consider. It drives you to deep – it drives you to deeper, more dangerous waters. <laughs> yeah. Um, so um, – Let's see. Yeah, playability. Uh, take, taking out, uh, we kind of discussed, like, table space. Let's see. Have we... How would your mom like this game? I I could see your mom actually liking this game. At least you know being what? interested enough to play it. Or playing it once and being like, that was okay. I don't think this is her new favorite game, but it does have dice. <laughs> it's I can, not a heavy I can, game. I can definitely see her playing it. Yeah. I don't know if she'd play it more than once. But she might. I don't know. It depends. Because, again, it's... It's it's a dice rolling game, so it's there's not really decisions when moving. It's the only decision point, and that's usually where my mom gets caught up, is do I pick up this treasure or not? And I think it's right. it's gambly enough where I think she would probably enjoy that aspect. Yeah, that's what I was where thinking. It's, it's kind of like that because test your luck you thing. don't really know what the best idea to do is. You know, yeah, it, it, who knows? So it, it's one of those. Well, I'm going for it. I'm I'm gonna keep going. I'm I'm still going down. I'm I'm not turning around yet. So I can definitely see my mom getting into. So yeah, actually, I think she would enjoy this game. Yeah, I would actually like to play this game with your mom because I bet she would. <laughs> I would like yeah. have a lot of outbursts <laughs> in this one. <laughs> I can definitely see that. 
a lot of surprises in this game. They're, it's it's so fun. There's a lot of like oh moments. Um, yeah, I I uh, I would I <laughs> I could see your mom liking this as well. I would love. Uh, I'm sure she would uh, at least play it once, for, if nothing else. And I think yeah. it would hit hit some marks for there. Um, let's see. I who's this for? Who's this not for? Outside of Alex's mom. Well, I this is. I can't think of really anyone who this is not for. It's one of those games that's. Uh, even if you're a, not a light gamer, you don't like light games that much, more of a heavy gamer, consider yourself more heavy gamer. This has got some interesting mechanisms that you find in uh, much longer, bigger games. And even if it's not your cup of tea, it's still only 15 minutes and offers a pretty unique gaming experience. So I really can't think of anyone yeah. who would poo-poo this. Yeah, at the, at the very least, even if you're spending most of your time playing those heavier games... You can always bring this out for like, I'm waiting around for the other person to show up. Like this is a yeah. perfect filler game to play something in between or something where you're just waiting for something to happen. Um, I mean, I, I rarely play filler games. I'm usually will just be like, oh, we're at a bar. I don't drink, so I need something to do. Right. So I'm just like, all right, we're, we're going to play a game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, it's it's such a I I think this has definitely become my takeout game for the near future just because I want to play it a lot more and um, yeah man it it is so easy to take out so this is a this is a this is a contender I think this is our one of our big contenders now let's not foreshadow too much I guess what the final list will be but I've um, I've changed your entire world view <laughs> you did I? you did well I want to check out more Oint games I've been really on a small game kick lately and so this is this has been a Another fun one to add to the stack, the tiny little stack with a lot of games. Um, other than that, yeah, I mean, it's definitely for people who like games. I, and that's as general as it sounds, but I think it hits, it, you know, it's unique enough, it's fun enough. The design, everything about this is really well done. The design is so tight, so simplistic, but fits perfectly. And for the like potential raw description of how dark you could read this, the light sort of fun atmosphere or art design really... Um, is a good contrast to that where it feels light, even though it's a pretty serious competitive game, or, or uh, the gameplay itself is is competitive. Um, so yeah, and if and it's anyone who's just interested in a, a new take on some mechanisms and that you've never really played before, at least I've never played before. So I can't imagine anyone not wanting to try this or not uh, or being sad that they did. I guess so. I would recommend this to anybody. Yeah. Um. So let's see. Uh, you mentioned we talked about player count, um, and uh, really, like we said, there's not like a a warning for <laughs> for take that players or or not. It's pretty much a game I think anyone can like. What else could we say about this deep sea adventure game and sing its praises, make it sound like we're sponsored by it or something on this episode? At the very I least, really like you, are, oh you are. You <laughs> are. <laughs> I'm just going off on this game. Do you have like, anyway. a tattoo of a submarine on yourself now? <laughs> I'm designing one tonight. It's getting it in the morning. I'm shopping it around. No, it really doesn't make me want to watch the Life Aquatic again. <laughs> it's, it's so much. So <laughs> reminds me of that every time I play. I just hear it. <laughs> hear that. Hear that theme music. Um, but. That's probably a good place to stop. I guess there's not much more we can say about uh, the Deep Sea Adventure other than that it's a great game. I was really blown away by it, and um, uh, I'm glad uh, I'm glad we, re- we reviewed it. I, f- I f- think for this series specifically of games to take out, it fits quite a few boxes, and <clears throat> and excuse me is uh, probably definitely um, going to be making our list at the end, unless I find some other more 
amazing games on the way. So stay tuned for yes. that. Or or <laughs> if it dies somehow along the way. I don't That's know. true. <laughs> or I play it one too many times and just start loathing it. <laughs> but uh, with outstanding that, um, stay tuned and check out and let's listen to some other, or, or we'll do some other reviews for you guys. And hopefully we'll see what else we can add to that final list of games to take out. Yes. Uh, until then, you can reach out to us if you'd like. You can reach out to us through our Twitter, which is Chits and Chat. You can reach out to us on um, our podcast hosting site, eavesdrop.com, E-A-S-E-D-R-O-P.com, and find our Chits and Chat page, and there is a comment section there. You can send us a comment. We would love to hear from you. And with that, I think we did it, man. We did our deep did sea it. adventure. <laughs> and we both have full <laughs> oxygen meters. Yay. Pretty good. Pretty good. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you guys next time. Ahoy hoy. hoy.